here we go. Jessica Williamson. Hi. Hello. Thank you for coming on to the show. We are here. We are present. We are alive. And uh, I'm feeling good. I don't know about you. How are you feeling? It's a good day. Weather's good. I feel good. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> the vibes are right. Mm-hmm. So, Jessica, uh, before we just before we start, just um, if you want to give a little information about yourself, mm-hmm. just like your background, um, you know, you don't have to go too in depth into it, and then wherever the conversation takes us, we can go. Okay. Well, background as far as um, yoga and energy work and things like that kind of started back in 2010. So up until you know this pandemic started. For my real job, I'm a, a court reporter, which I've done for 30 years. The yoga has definitely morphed from my 200-hour training through energy work into more in-depth yoga, orthopedic yoga, you know, body modalities, fascial release, hands-on work, um, and just an overall interest in how things work. You know, not just how the body works mechanically, but how it works on an energetic level and how the mind works and how all of that ties together. So um, it's really, really interesting and I think a forever type um, search for, yes. for the connection. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yoga is, right? It's, it's always be the student, always be searching for more. And I think there always is something that you can learn in yoga. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been doing it for about probably three years dedicated three years and I still feel like the more I learn the more I have to learn like it's like everything that I learn about it I I open up a new door into like a whole new basis of you know what of understanding and a basis of where I want to take the mind and I brought you on here because I because I think you said at the trainings that you are also like a Reiki master or you're training to do Reiki and I don't really know too much about Reiki, but I know it plays in part with yoga, you know, because everything is energy. And is that what Reiki is um, focuses on, like the energy that is throughout our body and how it works? Reiki is, um, yeah, it's energy work. I'm a Reiki master practitioner. Um, Reiki is just energy that kind of channels through you and through your hands kind of into the body that you're working on. That being said, I'm not doing any of the healing. The energy is inherently wise and it goes and does what it needs to do. Your body is inherently wise. We just have to get out of the way and let it heal itself. Mm. So you're like the servant, you're the arbiter of the energy in a way. Yeah, so um, there's that kind of energy and there's a lot of different energy modalities too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm studying to be an Eden energy medicine practitioner, which involves kinesthetic muscle testing. So that Mm -hmm. deals with with different energy systems where Reiki is an overall well-being, you know, calming of the body so that the body can heal itself. The Eden energy medicine is more of a hands-on working with the different energy systems like the meridian system, the chakra system, the aura, and a a few other systems too that, that kind of all work together and they all mm-hmm. have a, a specific function. So Wait, what did you say? Can you say that again? Eden? Eden Energy, energy Medicine. So okay. Donna Eden um, created this, this energy medicine modality 
basically she healed herself from multiple sclerosis. I mean, her story is really pretty amazing. The book that she wrote is Energy Medicine, but she's been teaching, you know, a lot of years now, other people how to work with the energy systems. Um, and what's really great is, you know, you don't, you don't have to stick to a protocol. You're not sticking to a protocol. You're following the energy, wherever mm -hmm. the energy leads you. And the person's body will tell you where you need to go, mm. depending on the test. You know, it'll, it'll kind of steer you towards a specific meridian system. You know, it can steer you towards the, the chakra system somewhere. And not only the different chakras, but at, if they're communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. So um, it's really in-depth. It's really interesting. And, you know, there's no one-size-fits-all, which is great, you know, because that doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. How did she, what actions did she actually take to heal herself? So she's always been able to see energy. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, to her, it was natural to be able to see energy. She, it just took her a while to come to the conclusion that she can actually manipulate her own energy. So what she did, and, and a big piece of it was working with a couple of, of the meridians. So it was spleen and triple warmer. So spleen helps you metabolize not only food, but thoughts and emotions. And, you know, it's an earth element, so it keeps you grounded. It just, it's an overall big player in your immune system. You know, it's, it's really important. The flip side of that um, is triple warmer. So triple warmer is what activates your fight or flight. It governs your fight or flight, your habits, um, patterns, things like that. So when that takes over, it pulls energy from all the other meridians. Mm -hmm. And and one of the main ones that it pulls energy from is, is the spleen meridian. So by calming the triple warmer meridian, can can help the spleen meridian work better, more efficient. I see. So when your immune system and your body's working more efficiently, it's it's easier for it to heal. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's persistence, perseverance. You know, you have to. Yeah. So work what did she it. actually do? So she saw the energy. Like what was like? What did she actually do with her body? Okay. So um, you use your hands. Your hands are magnets. Mm -hmm. So you manipulate the energy with your hands. So, you know, if you're in fight or flight, putting your hands here for at least mm -hmm. five minutes brings your, um, so when you're in fight or flight, all the blood leaves the forebrain, right? It goes down into the lower extremities so you can run, fight, freeze, you know, that's why you can't think clearly when you're in flight, fight or flight. Yep. So this brings the, the blood back up to your forebrain so you can think more clearly. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the hands mm -hmm. on the back, um, you're on, on different rhythms. So you're on um, the water, which is fear, and a little bit higher would be fire, which is panic. So mm. just by putting your hands here, it just kind of calms everything down. I do feel calm, even though this looks funny. I do feel yeah. like there is it's a sense of like, it's almost like giving yourself a hug and just like, yeah, yeah there is a, it is a weird warmth that I feel. Right. And the oh, longer like you that. leave your hands here, you might start to feel the pulses. Mm. And that means you're, you know, it's really, really kicking in and, and calming you down. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So through simple techniques that yeah. such as that doing those, you know, like something like that you, you taught us, like, yeah, whatever. So doing those certain things and touching upon those points mm -hmm. of like meridian points, is that it? Um, yeah. So the stuff that I showed you guys, Basically, this is stomach one, 
the beginning mm-hmm. of your stomach meridian. So your stomach is grounding. It's an earth element, right? You, and, and that's actually the pair to spleen. Mm-hmm. So there's, you've got yin and yang. So you're bringing in the masculine and feminine properties, you know, the doing and the receiving. So um, stomach is the doer. <laughs> spleen mm-hmm. is the receiver, kind of. So um, you're just, you're encouraging them to work better. So this mm. is K27, the end of your kidney meridian. So if your your meridians aren't running forward, um, you're kind of running at half mass, half energy. You're kind of tired and stuff. So doing this on K27 kind of flips your meridians back forward so that, that you can have more access to the energy in your body. So it, it's stuff. Is like this K27 you said? This is like a, a point? Yeah, it's K27, kidney 27. So it's the mm. end of the kidney meridian. Mm-hmm. So this is it's, it's, it's such a different take on life. Like most people don't aren't aware that mm-hmm. our body, literally the organs in our body hold, hold the key to different emotional states and healing yourself, essentially. It's just a it's a you know it's something that not a lot of people would really even believe that like if you brought that up to a doctor or a scientist and you you know you're going up to him like hey man you do this you'll feel good or like you do this and this is medicine they'd be like what are you doing like it doesn't even make any sense but i think it's something that we need to explore as a species and and find out what 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 exactly is our body like how does how do we work with it you know it's more than just like take this drug and you're gonna feel good like we can make ourselves feel good essentially we 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 are the medicine to ourselves. We just have to know how to treat ourselves. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a whole, I don't know anything about the meridians or any, you know, I, I just, I find it so interesting though that they're, they're, you know, how old is this? Is this like from thousands of years ago that people found this out? Well, Donna putting together this whole, you know, energy medicine modality, I'll call it. Um, she pulls from a lot of different traditions you know, Chinese medicine, she she pulls from the yoga traditions. And I mean, she just pulls from everywhere and experimented with it and figured out what worked, um, how, Mm -hmm. and and mostly it's just manipulating the energy with your hands. Just putting your hands anywhere on your body is gonna bring the energy there. Your hands are magnets, so. That's what Reiki is. Cause I've done Reiki, a one Reiki session, just to to say I tried it. And it's essentially for about 45 minutes to an hour, the girl was just, Placing your hands, was it on my, is it on chakra points? Is that where they place the hands? Um, it's not on chakra points. There, there's kind of a set number of points. When mm-hmm. you learn Reiki, you're, you know, you, you start in a certain place, then you go to the next place and the next place and the next place. And depending on where your hands are, you're affecting the organs that live in the area. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's, it's introducing the energy or it's, it's encouraging the energy to move where it hasn't been moving before. Mm. So um, a lot of times Reiki just hands on, you don't even have to know Reiki, just putting your hands on somebody is a healing touch because it calms the body down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's intention, you know, it involves, mm. you know, Reiki, depending on what level you're at, involves symbols. It's, it's really a complete energy modality just in itself mm-hmm. it's like um taking the subtle energies of our body that we don't see and twisting them for our own good essentially for a medicine um not necessarily it's just kind of funneling the energy 
the energy through you and through the person. So mm -hmm. you're you're the channel. It's not mm -hmm. like I'm giving you my energy. It's like I am just the channel for the energy to come through mm -hmm. in order to be able to move what needs to be moved in this other person. But I'm not doing the moving. The energy itself is doing the moving. Mm -hmm. In the energy, uh, in the Eden energy medicine, you're you're using your hands to draw the energy where where it needs to go. You're using different different um, methods to to create a different um, a different shift for a different place, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. you're you're more targeting specific things versus Reiki, where you're just letting the energy flow through. Hmm. The way is I this, it. yes. So is this what is this energy? Now, no, we we had the saying that everything is energy, and I do believe that everything is this just glob of just. Uh, just things happening essentially that's what energy is that's how i see it so what is this energy is it all the same energy under the umbrella of everything is energy and they just have like different points of energy and different attributes or is this all the same energy that we're it's like the energy of the universe or the energy of love or whatever it is and are we just taking that in in and channeling that energy is this all like one thing or are there different are there different energies would you say so everything is energy, but everything vibrates at a different level, mm -hmm. calibrates okay. at a different level. So mm -hmm. um, even, you know, even a book mm -hmm. is energy. It's vibrating just much, much slower than we are. Mm -hmm. So a uh, cloud is energy and it's just vibrating much, much faster than we are because it's not solid. So when you say energy, that you mean everything is a vibration. Everything is a, yeah. is a, it's some kind, it's either vibrating slow or fast, right? Essentially, it, it, there's some kind of vibration. And everything that's in this universe is essentially the same vibration, but just a different frequency of that vibration, right? A different. Yeah, different a, frequency. A different, yes. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, you know about string theory, like scientific string theory? I've heard string theory and I kind of hop in and out of different, different topics. So, um, remind me about string, string theory. Well, I'm not a scientist. I don't know too much about it. I wouldn't be able to, I I'd definitely butcher it. But what it is, is that the smallest past an atom past, you know, molecule, the smallest part of our universe, like the tiniest thing that you could go as far as we know is simply a string. That's like a little violin that's vibrating and that's all it is like the, the smallest ounce that a scientist right now or as, as a as a species that we can measure is simply going past the atom going past the nucleus of the atom whatever it is the smallest thing that we can measure with 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 technology you know when we can see it is this is some kind of string that is vibrating so that that plays into the point of what we were just talking about it's like literally everything is just this vibration it's just like this string it's that's why they call it string theory it's just like this string of just like it's like a violin just playing and i find that so interesting and that is that is the basis of our universe it's it's just this it's just this we're just we're just a big conglomerate of vibrating strings just talking to each other <laughs> yeah and you'll notice you know some people yeah you like some people you don't like some people you're uncomfortable with some people you feel like you've known forever and you just met them yeah so those are the vibrations that are are closer to each other mm -hmm. the frequencies closer aligned closer aligned are farther apart mm -hmm. 
So um, it's just, it's a really interesting topic because certain people can deplete your energy. Right? Mm. Certain people just suck the life out of you. Mm-hmm. And then certain people can bolster your energy and you just feel really energized talking to them or just being in their presence. So, um, you know, it depends on, on the good feeling emotions or the, the repressed emotions and all that stuff. That's energy too. So you can kind of tell where somebody is resonating Mm -hmm. or or vibrating just by how they feel. Yeah. hundred percent. So that, that's my interest is, is, how do we get to the point where we can be uplifting enough just to affect people by being there, right? Mm. You make the world a better place just by being there. Yeah, wow, that's pretty powerful, just by the presence. That seems egotistical, but just by my presence, I make you feel good. (laughs) But it's true, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely true. And because I can just, like you said, you can tell, you just walk in a room with everybody that's just depressed or, hold on, something just popped up on my screen. There we go. Remaining meeting time. Upgrade the pro. Oh, no. Is this going to end the meeting? <laughs> we might have to move the Skype. Oh, so funny. Um, upgrade the pro. I don't want to upgrade the pro. Hold on. We might have to make a, take an intermission on this podcast. Hold yep. on one sec. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's take a quick intermission, the first ever uh, conscious perspective <laughs> intermission, so we don't get interrupted later on. So one second, let's figure this one out. Okay, we are back <laughs> after the technical difficulties. So I think what we were talking about before the intermission was um, how energy how other people's energies uh affects can or can affect your energy mm-hmm. and I, I that is 100 percent true but i think i think first if you're aware of that uh that fact that you know that everything has this vibration and can affect you it, won't, it doesn't affect you as much because if you become aware and conscious of that fact you kind of see past it but the problem is most people don't even know that's a thing you know people don't know that like you know it's like it's almost like depression is a it's a it's like contagious in a way or just like bad it's the vibe people don't know about the vibe you know because essentially what we're talking about is this the vibe like you know the vibe right of course like, you know trust the vibe you know it's the it's just like it's like the force it's like you're you know listening to your intuition but yeah. people don't know that's a thing and i think it's something that we unlock is it like is that our third eye chakra where we get to you know we we is it something in our body where we get to unlock this it's like a power in a way or is it just you think it's just something we're innately born with we're definitely born with it and um you know depending on which spiritual teachers that you follow you're going to hear that you're a soul having a physical experience you're not you're not a a human having a spiritual experience it's actually opposite of that so your body is your gauge right your body will never lie to you your body will tell you it's hungry that will be truth your brain will say you're hungry. Not necessarily true. You just want to eat the ice cream that's in the fridge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so your body is is your gauge for everything. You've got mm-hmm. your gauge for wanting to do something, for for not doing something. You know, say you're taking a walk and your knee starts hurting. Your body's like, okay, my knee's hurting. 
you should probably take a break, stretch, you know, don't walk so far, something like that. Your yeah. brain is like, no pain, no gain. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to whip my body into shape. Meanwhile, your body's just like, um, excuse me, excuse me, my knee hurts. Mm -hmm. We need to take a break, right? Yeah. So your body is basically giving you signals all day, every day about what's good for your body and for you because mm -hmm. you're, you're connected. You're one package, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we're disconnected immediately from our bodies because the only thing that's valued in our culture is our brain. Mm, true. You know, think it through. Think about what you're doing. Why don't you go yeah. to the room and think about what you did? You know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, rather than actually just viscerally knowing what's good for you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We only treasure like logic and rationale and one plus one equals two, but it's a lot deeper than that. Our, our, our experience is so much deeper. Oh, there's a bug flying around me. <laughs> Throwing off the vibe. But uh, yeah, we only, it, it is, I think it's more of a, to that, that like feeling what you are, the essence and the energy and the vibe is, a, it's something we need to touch into. Like it'll change us as a, as a species. And it, it seems to be more of like a feminine thing. Like, you know, I, I feel like a lot more women are in tune with that vibe. Like, you know, a guy, first of all, their ego gets in the way. Like, most guys would be like, well, what are you talking about? Energy, man? I'm gonna get out of here with that. Yeah. But with, I don't know. It's just, that's why I think a lot uh, more women flock to yoga as well. And that's, it, it's just like, you know, it's, it's just more in tune with that vibe. It's like, it's like a feminine energy that we need to unlock. It's that, it's that certain, we're missing that aspect in our life. And that femininity yeah. lies in, in, in in you know the where it's not the mind and the rationale and one plus one and you know yeah. work and what I don't know whatever it is like that the, the 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 sickness of our mind that we're currently caught in is it's not it's not it's not the vibe it's not connected it's 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 disconnecting from ourselves and our true being and I and our true being lies in that it lies in finding the energy that is that that feminine energy and I think that's where our world is going it really is I, it's a slow process and we, we uh, you know we're, we're getting there but I don't know we're getting there that's all I'm saying it's a slow process we need to come to that conclusion because if we don't we're gonna the world is gonna be destroyed because the world is being destroyed by this the sickness of the logic and rationale and you have to do this and make money and if you're not making money or you know being successful or producing anything good for the greater good or the greater good quote unquote then you're worthless but we need to as everybody we we need to touch that 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 certain aspect of ourselves that energy that would you say it is a feminine energy like it is it is like this i don't know i don't know how to explain it i think it is it's intuition is a, a feminine aspect and mostly from so if you bring it back to yoga you've got your you know the left side of your body is feminine the right side of your body is masculine you do need the both right mm -hmm. the feminine is the receiving part this is oh, okay. going within the receiving part and when you are receiving your intuition through your body you're receiving it right you're not going out with a five-year plan i'm going to get this intuition and i'm going to you know, yeah. get into submission and it's going to be my five-year plan and it's going to look like this. That's not yeah. how it works. You're That's not receiving. Right. You're receiving the intuition. You're open to receiving intuition. So, yeah, you can have your five-year plan. That's a, a masculine way of going about things. Yep. Okay. So this year I'm going to school. That year I'm going to work on this, blah, blah, blah. 
but the direction to go in your life that feels good is the intuition, right? So a good example of, of um, not listening to your intuition or not, not expressing your individuality, would be maybe like the MCAS, right? We'll just use the MCAS. How mm-hmm. everybody has to learn this thing. Yeah. That's not serving the whole because not everybody is good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've got, if everybody did the same thing in the same way, then we wouldn't have all the great creative people that we have, right? So, you know, yeah. some people are good at accounting. Some people are good at um, fixing cars. Some people are good at singing. Some people are good at writing. Some people are good at starting podcasts. <laughs> yes. Some people are good at just learning stuff and sharing it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That goes away if you if everyone sticks to what's in what's in their field of vision, right? Yeah, if you just for MCAS, the field of vision, like you said. There's a saying. It goes. Um, there's a you know they, they, they somebody said to a, a an elephant, a monkey, and a fox. They said, "Go climb this tree," and obviously the monkey climbed the tree the best and the monk and the elephant and the fox couldn't so that's pretty much how MCAS is they're, they're saying you know because there's some people that are really good at testing and they that's how their brain works is that logic and rationale but some people are the elephant and the fox and they don't you know that, that's not what they're doing they're supposed to be doing elephant and fox things well and and the the um the hard part there is that the elephant and the fox will be shamed because they can't climb the tree Exactly. The monkey would be up there right. just pointing his finger and saying, you can't get up at this tree. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's right. a perfect analogy for how we live in our bo- in, um, our, our world. It's, it's, uh, we, we have to recognize that we're all different in our own way. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't feel ashamed of that because people do feel ashamed. They feel like if they don't fit into the mold of society, it's that they're not good enough and they're not doing anything good. And they just, it's just like a lack of self-worth and, it's not true. We need to embrace our individuality, and then the more you embrace how different you are and how weird you are or whatever, the 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 more that we grow as a species. But that's a you know that's a long process. That starts with your own individuality and finding out who you are, getting back to yoga, and you have to figure out what makes you tick and what makes makes us just be happy essentially. And you know the the fox and the elephant, they're not going to be too happy if they're told to climb the tree the whole time. Right. They spend their whole lives trying to climb a tree. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what a waste of potential. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's nobody like you. There's nobody that can do what you do in the way that you do it. And if you don't do it in the way that you know you can, yep. then the whole world is missing out on what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A hundred percent. That's, I mean, people, I don't, I don't know. How do you, how do you come to that conclusion? I, I've, I, it, it took me a lot of work to realize, wait, we're all, we're all, I mean, do you think there's a reason for this life? We're all here for a reason, do you, you know, like, I, I, I believe that too. I think that we're all, mm-hmm. everybody is here for their purpose, you know, they're, what, what they're, what they were put on earth for. And, you know, you're not, not every, you know, your job isn't necessarily your purpose. And that's what people need to realize. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we are slowly, the world is waking up and going through a little, you know, we're going through a little rough patch right now. And, you know, maybe we'll get there in time. But imagine how beautiful of a world we live in. Like an ideal world, let's picture that. An ideal world we live in where everybody knows what their purpose is. They're born here. They practice their spirituality. They're in touch with themselves. And they're doing what they need to do for the greater good of the, the human tribe that we live in. This enormous 
tribe of seven and a half billion people and we're all doing our purpose but if you want to think about where we're at now the the percentage of people that are actually living out their life and doing their purpose like it's it's probably pretty low it's it's most likely pretty low and that's why everybody's unhappy because if you're truly i believe if you're truly living out your purpose and you're truly in depth with your like yourself and you just know you have that connection there's something you know if you're truly in depth that's happiness you know because like happiness isn't gonna come from some ice cream or like a nice car or something it, it comes from you living your purpose i believe i believe it and it doesn't even come from like being like the buddha and just like sitting there and meditating and and find you know finding enlightenment that's not i think that's just a symbol just like everything else like you it's like it's a it's like we talked about before you find the balance and and you find between you know be, between you know trying to find yourself too much because that's a trap in itself if you like i i within the last like two three years like i got trapped in this it's like a cycle of just like I, all i wanted to do was just meditate and all i wanted to do was do yoga and just find myself man you gotta find yourself and then there's only so much you can try and find like i've done i've done kundalini yoga just like uh, Wim Hof breathing. You know Wim Hof? I don't. Oh, look him but up. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Definitely Google Wim Hof. He is the man. But like I've done these like crazy intense experiences of the mind to try and find out what I'm, what I'm here for, what's going on. And then I just, within the last like, you know, maybe a few months, I've just realized like, wait a second, man, you got to tone it down a little bit. Like this isn't like light it does make me happy to do that stuff but like there's you know life we're here i believe we're all servants like we're all here to serve that purpose so i'm like i had to figure out what i'm here to serve and i was like you know what i know how to use technology i like talking to people i'm into yoga like i'm a unique guy i think i'm gonna serve my purpose by just starting a podcast and i'm not saying this is my only thing this is just i'm just having some fun right now right and it's what it will evolve you know, it'll oh, just, yeah. it'll keep tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it. Definitely. You know, and, and the problem, the, it's the practice, right? So taking it back to, you know, yoga, yoga is a practice. You'll never be perfect. Maybe mm -hmm. my practice today was perfect, but perfect for today. And I felt mm -hmm. really strong today and that was great. Tomorrow, moving target. Mm -hmm. You know, Tomorrow's maybe a new day. Right. So tomorrow, maybe I can go a little bit deeper with my practice, or maybe I just need to step it way back and do a little yin. So yeah. that's when it, where it comes back to the body. Your body will let you know what it needs. Exactly. And it's your job to listen to what that needs. So mm -hmm. by taking care of your body, the physical body, there's less, there's, there's less of a negativity bias type thinking that the brain has you know, in front of it, right? So mm -hmm. if you if you don't feel good, your body's like, well, why don't I feel good? Something must be wrong. I don't know what to do, you know? So therein lies a bit of a trap. But if you feel good, then your body, I mean, your brain is like, hmm, I feel good. Okay, you know, and it's still looking for something, you know, negative or, or scary or something to fix or whatever, that's its job. But it's just one less thing that one less hurdle, I guess. Yeah, exactly. When you feel we, um, right. Exactly. We, our body and mind serve us. We don't, you know, we don't serve them. And I think that's a whole different viewpoint. Yeah, we have to. Who's us? <laughs> us is this, 
us is the one that makes the decisions uh us is the 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 witness i don't know that's a good question right well what do you want to say oh are you gonna say no, something i'm waiting <laughs> yeah us i guess I is the say. one that is the is the higher consciousness that is the one that discerns the the one that sets the intention the one that is is here to witness the things through our body and through our mind um yeah i don't know i mean it's you can't really put that into words it's just it's a, it, we it is the higher consciousness that is within us within us <laughs> that is us yeah well and it's it's not here just to observe mm-hmm. it's here to experience hmm. what's the difference how would you describe the difference between those um so by observing it's almost like you're um it's very black and white almost just observing there's no there's no happy there's no sad there's no this there's no that experiencing Mm -hmm. you're experiencing the happy moments you're experiencing the sad moments the mad moments the disappointments you're experiencing all that but from a place of non-judgment right Mm non-grasping non-attachment all those words that you that you'll hear about and talk about in yoga you're experiencing all the feelings without being attached to them for what they are it's like i am grateful i'm sad today Mm -hmm. you know yeah okay right? i know what you mean now i'm grateful that i had this experience even though it really stunk as it was happening right or even in the midst of it you're still experiencing this thing as a physical person as a human being in a physical mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. you're grateful that you can just feel something at all yes. rather than nothing you know, you feel the when rather right observing is more of just like apathy and not feeling anything just kind of just being uh whatever it's objective it's very you know vanilla mm. you know versus experiencing then you've got like the chunky monkey or the the moose tracks or whatever your favorite ice cream is with all the mm. the the flavors and the crunchiness and the this and that you know it just becomes more of an experience rather than just a a picture on a wall I, I don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah, rather, yeah, just like a movie or something. Right. So because like right. it's it's hard to, to to like rationalize and put in your head the difference between non-attachment and being the observer because those could right. get easily mixed up. So it's how would could you dive into that even more? Like how, like being non-attached is so. Uh, let me. I'll try and explain. So being non-attached to things isn't simply it's not being like whatever about everything and just right. like living your life, but it's 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 just not like getting lost in whatever that is like something you know i could stub my toe or something and i could become non-attached to that it might hurt in the moment but i'm trying to think. so so non-attachment I, yeah. right so or yeah. not attaching so think about okay um an experience that was challenging for you mm-hmm. right and you can be um there's a couple of ways to to think about this. All right, you can be either a version kind of, there's the, all right, let me start again. The carrot and the stick, all right? You're motivi- motivated by the carrot or the stick. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is somebody that's motivated by the stick is they had this bad experience and they never want that to happen again. So they're afraid of the stick. They're like living their lives like, I don't ever want that to happen. So I'm gonna do everything in my power not to have that happen, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna date, date that kind of person or I'm not gonna take that job or you know, it's like aversion. Yep. People motivated by the carrot are the ones that, ooh, I want that to happen. 
So like they're constantly going after like, yes, I want to wear a size four pants. Like, you know, they're doing everything to, to get that. So mm -hmm. what I mean by grasping is, okay, so maybe I have lost all the weight and I'm, I'm wearing my perfect size pants, right? The non-attachment would be, I feel great and I'm not going to worry about having that ice cream, you know, worried about losing it, losing, you know, my shape or, or losing something, right? You're going to enjoy the ice cream. Whether you gain the pound today, you'll lose it tomorrow. You know what okay. I mean? It, it, builds, it builds resiliency and flexibility. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid of something not happening or you're not afraid of something happening because it might happen again. Will you yeah. still be okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You may not like it, but it's an experience, right? It's an experience, exactly. Know that it's going to happen. Right. Or say you're really happy today. You're afraid of not being. You know, you found the, the person of your dreams and you're really afraid to lose them. So you're going to turn yourself into somebody that you're not because you're afraid of losing that other person. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? That's a big one. Rather than just experiencing the moment, like, I really love this person and mm. I'm going to be myself and whatever happens, happens. Mm. Right? Yeah. Does that give it a definitely. little bit different flavor? Yeah, definitely. It's just being... You know, just going with the flow, right? Just uh, that, that is non-attachment. It's just like knowing that, you know, don't grasp the situation too much. Everything is temporary. Yeah, you're not that's, pushing that's it away. You're not grasping it. You mm -hmm. know? Like you're not worried about losing the love of your life and you're not worried about eating the ice cream. Mm -hmm. You're just enjoying it's all, the moment. Enjoy the moment, exactly. That's what it comes down to. That's, you can sum, that's, that, you can, that's Buddhism 101 right there, right? Impermanence. It's impermanence. There was a, there's a story of, um, of I don't know the origin. I don't even know where I heard it, but there was a, it was a man who came to the town and he said, he said I am I am enlightened. You know, he's the enlightened man, and he was he was bragging to everybody. So he was doing this talk. What is is that? What's that called when you talk with somebody? Is a sangha? When when somebody comes and you just sit around. I don't know. When you when you listen to a master, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone was listening to him, and he was doing his talks, and then he I guess he took questions, and then he said, and someone said. All right, well, if you're enlightened, what does it feel like to be enlightened? He just asked him, and he just looked at him and said one word. He said, impermanence. And I think that's really what it comes down to, and that, it's, that one word, impermanence, is just, just being in the ebb and flow and knowing that, you know, that's what enlightenment is. It's, it's in a way, I mean, you can't really put words on it, but it, it, it's just... It's just grasping at nothing knowing that it's all it's all going to fade eventually it sounds depressing but it's really not because <laughs> it's not because it's like you know it makes the good times even better because you know that they're not going to be forever and it makes the bad times not so shitty because you know it's eventually going to end and that's the way I try to live my life and I get that like that I get that that idea of just like well this is like this is a miracle this is the moment that we have to live in but don't become too attached to the, don't become too attached to the good times, right? Because, like, like I said, it makes it sweeter that you know that it's not gonna last forever. But if you're too attached to like that good feeling, and when it's gone, you're gonna feel like horrible. And like, like when it comes to a person, you know, like you were talking about, if you're when they're gone, because eventually, unfortunately, everybody in your life is gonna be gone someday. Unfortunately, we don't like to think about that, but that makes it even the relationships even more sweet that you have and if the more you attach to that like especially if it's like you know you're in a relationship and the more you attach to that person like no don't go anywhere and you know no one likes a needy boyfriend or girlfriend 
so like it's that idea of just like you know just be in the moment be just just be here and enjoy it as much as you can and like I said it makes the good times better it makes the the good things even better and it makes the bad times not so bad and it's a perfect it's a perfect way to live your life hard to get to it's a hard mindset to get to because you, you know go. That's, that's the toughest part. Because <laughs> well, off the wagon, you know, it's like, yeah, you're you're on it. I got this. Two weeks later, you realize you spent the last two days wallowing in something, you know, yeah. <laughs> or that's, thinking about scenarios that will probably never happen. That's the game. That's the game we have to play. And I, you know, I don't know if we're gonna, maybe not in this lifetime, maybe in the next. <laughs> but that's what. I think essentially if that is what we're all trying to strive for is that that because we're all here to be happy I think we're all that's what our purpose is to be happy I think so too um, I also think as humans we're here to experience all the feelings mm -hmm. and I think everything that we go through is um, is a reminder that, that life itself is impermanent right so mm -hmm. there's the circle of life nobody gets out of here alive mm -hmm. you know and i find it interesting not that you know i'm this enlightened you know buddha person but when people do die how how the people that are left behind are so offended that that happens yeah how could this happen how could it happen <laughs> to them how could it happen to me i'm like well how could it not happen yeah right mm -hmm. that's exactly what's going to happen Exactly. You just didn't and, like the circumstances or the timing of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and the closer you are to that person, the more you're going to feel. But the point is to feel it and yep. honor. Honor what what comes up, what's knocking on your door, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think everything is just a reminder, you know? So be here now, be here now, be here now, be here now. <laughs> it's a it's a, yeah it's a reminder that this is all impermanent is what you're saying yeah life is impermanent mm -hmm. you know and and i have my thoughts about reincarnation i think we just keep coming back until we get where we need to go but if you're you know using a, a yoga word the samadhi you know that that perfect bliss state the bliss happens when you're able to feel all the feelings mm. without grasping without mm -hmm attachment without um becoming those things yeah exactly i want to get back to your point about how you know our culture is just ingrained when somebody passes it's like yeah. you know like you said they're offended i like that that's a that's i never really had that viewpoint like oh they're offended it happened like well what do you, you know, like you said what do you think right? was gonna happen <laughs> it is i mean obviously it's easier said than done to like you know not be attacked that's the toughest thing when you lose a loved one but it's right. just like it, it is gonna happen and once and when you if the more you internalize that it's it makes it i don't know if you want to say easier but it's just like it's just you know it's the truth and it's the truth that we all need to come to is that this that is impermanent and you know i think it's because like we you know especially us in the west We've grown up in a society where death is this horrible thing. Like, you know, it's just like, it's, oh, it's so, there's so much gloom around it. And just like, it's, you know, Christianity makes us this, like, be, be fearful, be a good person, you might go to hell. And it's just like this weird yeah. aspect of it. But in the East, they have another idea. It's like, well, you know, they're just gonna, they're just gonna come back. And it's okay. It's a lot different viewpoint. And I think it's because we've been indoctrinated into that idea of what it is. Because... 
if you know when you zoom out and you see the bigger picture and if you do firmly believe in reincarnation and what that means it's just it, then that means dying doesn't really mean that much to be honest like it might hurt and it might not feel that good and it might suck that you can't ever talk to that person again but i mean is it really you're just gonna come we're gonna come back like we're gonna you know like our i believe that like you know this is this is pretty far out but if reincarnation is a thing that you know all, all the people that are in my family and the energies like we're, we're gonna be together again in the next life like you know like like attracts like and that transfers into like the next dimension whatever the hell that is so it's just like it's hard you know like it's hard to actually come to that point but i don't i'm not actually scared to die like in in it's a it's a beautiful thing to, to say like i don't want to i don't want to go through the process but i know i'm gonna have to i don't want to have to it's gonna hurt like i'm gonna get old it's probably gonna suck but i know it's gonna happen so like why be scared of it like it's something that it's like you know we're born to die it's something we got to do and if we if there is something amazing after this which i think there is why be scared of it that's what we're supposed to, it's the process like this is you know like yeah it, well energy you, just changes it doesn't go away it doesn't disappear. you can't destroy it exactly it doesn't cease to exist it just changes mm-hmm. and that's all i see um us dying as it is it's just a metamorphosis into something greater hopefully if your karma's right you know i think what do you, what do you all right so with oh. karma right is <laughs> yeah. do, do our actions do you, would you say like our karmic actions if we're a good person we we, we ascend to a new level in the next life or in, in in other lives is that is it that easy is it like an input output like you do good and you're gonna you're gonna be tom brady in the next life <laughs> um i don't i don't know if i believe in karma as, as a punitive thing hmm. um, what do you mean by that like what do you mean by punitive meaning like if you're a bad person in this oh. lifetime that you're going to be yeah. punished in the next i think mm -hmm. any any karma that we rack up um just has to find its way back to balance right so every you know good deed um kind of goes in a not a score box but you know you've got all your good deeds and the stuff that that you wish you hadn't done or you mm -hmm. wish you had done right that can mm -hmm. go both ways so <clears throat> i think just keeping yourself in this in your in your own lane your unique own lane navigating in your unique own way for your highest and best good affects the highest and the best good of the whole okay right so um i don't think someone is going to smite you if you're a bad person, but I do think that that your soul in its growth process will will want to feel the opposite side of that. Oh, the flip I side see. of the coin, not uh -huh. that anyone's making it happen to punish mm -hmm. you, but this is for your soul's growth. You need to feel both sides of, of any anything, right? Or mm. however many sides there are, depending on, you know, what shape you're looking at, whether it's a it's coin, yeah, infinite, right? No decahedron or, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. It can mm -hmm. be multi-layered. So that's what, that's kind of what I think of it as. You just, mm. your soul just wants to flesh itself out, no pun intended, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. feel all, all the feelings from all mm. the perspectives. That makes a lot of sense. That's, I like that viewpoint. It's because like you said, it's for, this life is for experience. Yes. And it's less so of a punishment it's more so that you can experience this your soul can experience 
what it's like to be in a position or a situation. I like that. That is, is that a, the understanding of karma? You know, that is pretty much at its, at its, at its simplest form. That is it's just kind of karma. what I've come to. I mean, you know, I do a lot of reading and a lot of studying and a lot of listening and, um, that just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got their own, their own take on everything and, and what they believe is true or not true. And, you know, but that's unique as well. Right. So that's yeah. their experience. Mm. Right. So somebody's experience might be okay. Um, my experience is atheism, right? I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything. So that experience would be very limiting and very yeah. polarizing and probably very scary. If you think that the lights out mean really lights out, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about death as a void. Sorry, there's motorcycles going by. Yeah, you got a lot of Harleys on your street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still summer. Um, yeah. There wow. we go. That was the last one. He's okay. gone. He's been good. Yeah. So, you know, that's an experience too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think we all experience over however millennia, how many millennia, whatever, however you want to think of it. Um, I think that that's, you know, some people believe a lot. Some people don't believe anything. Some people are very religious and only believe what they're told. Yeah, which is, that's, that's bad. That, that <laughs> is um, growing up super doily on the head Catholic family um you did i did Mm -hmm. so and and i've always known that that's just not right it's not right you know and basically you know what i've learned up until now or whatever it was just a group of men decided what to put as as you know doctrine Mm -hmm. in these religions yeah so you know i won't get down you know down that path of the patriarchy and stuff. We won't go there today. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. So there, there were women that, that had their own gospels and they were just not, not talked about, taken out, destroyed, all that stuff. Really? That's interesting. Yes. I would love to read those. Like, they're during the same time period, you're saying? Well, okay. So read Mary Magdalene Revealed by oh, okay. Megan Watterson. So that that's one of them. You can, I think another book is, and I haven't read this one, but I want to, The Blade and the Chalice, or The Chalice mm-hmm. and the Blade. But there's, there's a lot of backstory here. You know, we only believe in our culture what we're told by the media and what we learn in schools, which is censored. Yeah, very censored, 100%. <laughs> so we're not told the whole story. I'm not saying what we're taught is bad. I'm, t- I'm just saying it's not the whole story. Yeah, and it's just like the story has been. We talking about like Catholic Catholicism here. Yeah, the story has been edited over thousands of years, and you know it, it's rooted in a very good place. Like the whole message of Christianity is is amazing. It's all you know, God is love, the kingdom of heaven is within. But it's just like used for the most nefarious purposes. Think about that. You know, that's the going within. That's your mm-hmm. intuition. That's your soul, right? Mm-hmm. It's not what you're being told by the church. It's what you inherently know, and you're you're getting back towards that. But yeah. so you know, there's there's a lot of 
there's a lot of information out there, valid information that has been excluded. Um, mm. So for me, I want to know all of it. I want to know the mm. whole story. Mm -hmm. Of humanity? Everything? Yes, please. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if that's even possible. Exactly. So, it's but just a, you know, it's an always learning process. That's what it is to be human, just continually learning, if continually you growing. To, if you yeah. choose to. Mhm. Mm I choose to. That's I choose to too. <laughs> that's why we're having this conversation. Yeah, so, exactly. Know, it's just you can you can explore ad nauseum and you'll never get to the end. There's just so much um there's so much information and so much, not even information on our like, on our plane or from books or from any of this stuff. I mean, this goes back millennia. Mm -hmm. That kind of information, you know, Earth, Earth information. Yeah, like the information that can't be put into words, type of thing. So. Yeah, it's the subtle energies. And do you think? getting back to chakras is that where we like unlock this information in terms of our energy as we like as we you know send energy throughout our our chakras is that where the energy comes in from almost like a conduit for that um i guess so each chakra has its own kind of thing you know so you've got your root and then you've got your sacral and then you've got your solar plexus and so each each chakra has its own theme and kind of archives information according to those themes right so your heart will be you know first off getting the information from out here right and yeah your aura is kind of the first filter first line of defense but also your antenna so you know you've got your your heart chakra way out here and it's 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 pinging we'll call it information that that it's interested in right mm -hmm. heart stuff love compassion yes. that kind of stuff then it goes a little bit deeper and it gets kind of sorted Okay, I don't need that. I don't need that. Don't believe that. Blah, blah, blah. All of that. So what it does hold on to brings it a little bit deeper. And then it goes into the archives kind of. And then, you know, kind of behind that would be, you know, lifetime archives from mm -hmm. birth forward. And, and some people believe even past lives forward, mm -hmm. you know, that are deep down in that place. <clears throat> so, um, you know, it, it, they are like repositories almost. Hmm. So that are based on like emotional states, right? Yeah, I guess you could say emotional states. They're vibrations too. You know, the, the higher yeah. you go in the chakras, the faster they vibrate, right? So your mm -hmm. root chakra is vibrating much slower than your crown chakra. Mm -hmm. So the root chakra is going to be vibrating much closer to, you know, say the earth's vibration, right? Because that's your grounding, safety, stability, support, family of origin. Um, is like survival? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, I think it just depends on the frequency and, and they can get disconnected from each other. You know, you can have an overactive first chakra um, that's always in fight or flight and it's not communicating with the heart chakra that knows everything's okay, right? Mm -hmm. You can have an overactive libido, but no connection to the heart. Oh, yeah. Right? So you, you know the kind of people that that probably have that situation going on. Yes, probably a lot of people actually. Right. <laughs> a lot of people in our society. Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. So it's like you can. Oh, wow. So this is just like that for me, I just I visualize so many different 
um, different ways that we could be misaligned. And like, you know, you could have like your throat chakra on everything else. Well, technically, like you, what if you had like your throat chakra, just couldn't even talk, but like you felt everything else? Or does it work like a, is it like a cascade effect? Where like if my throat's off, then my third eye and my crown are going to be off as well. They definitely all have an effect on, on the other ones. So your throat chakra, you also have um, seven channels that run through there, according to Donna Eden's work, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got your central channel, and then you've got the, on the left side would be the, the yin or the, the feminine um, chakras, and then you've got the masculine chakras, right? So, oh. so the information goes up and down through the throat. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're getting information from up here down, you know, like kind of almost like a manifestation, you know, you're getting the inspiration and then you're, you're manifesting it, you're grounding it. Right? Oh, I see. So like the throat is like a manifestation. Your throat is very important. It's your throat chakra. Oh, cause it, it's like the, it's like the connection between the, you know, your higher, like the higher states and the, the lower states in a way. It's, it's like, um, so the connection is your heart really. Your heart's kind okay. of right, right in the center. It's the fourth, right? You've got three yep. above and three below. So mm -hmm. that's where, where alchemy happens is in the heart. Mm -hmm. The throat is how you express it. Oh, I see. Okay. Right? That makes how sense. you express your divine, you know, insights and then how you express what you're trying to manifest. Bring out wow. the world, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's really interesting. You know, all the, all the, you know, they have, your chakras have, a direct relation to your the organs live in the areas but so do the meridians those directly affect the organs you know so yeah so i've heard um sorry to cut you off were yeah. you saying anything okay so i've heard that like chakras correspond with certain glands in our body is that like the basis of it like if you want to look at it in a biological sense do they do they do they correspond with like actual glands in our endocrine system mm -hmm. yeah so so is it when we stimulate those glands is that when we kind of activate the energy I think it's flip side. The energy, it, it, they are the energy, the right? The glands yeah. are just the, the condensing of the energy. Mm -hmm. That's like where it, like it holds, like it is, yeah, I know what you mean. It is the energy itself. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, um, it's hard to explain, but yeah. there's, there's no one without the other. Mm -hmm. You know, if the energy's not running through your body, you're not alive. Yeah. And if the energy's not running through your organ, your organ, it's probably not working. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's it's just something because it if you know chakras are a thing we like we need to come to that and like look at this as a species like the, this is actually a thing in all seven and a half billion of us yeah. and we we all need to know that this is like this is part of who we are and it is a slow <laughs> process but like how do you how do we how do, you, how do you convince the public like that? This is like, this is so important. Because if you change, uh, like how we, if you change how we see that and people actually, you know, they do yoga and they do energy work or whatever, we can change the world. We can cha we literally change and shape our consciousness to a different part in that, you know, that's how we actually evolve. That's how we grow. But if, if everyone's trapped in their root chakra, which everybody is for the most part, we're not going to get anywhere. It's just... There's plenty of spiritual people stuck up here. They can't make anything happen because they're stuck up here. They're right? stuck up here? Yeah. Oh, so okay. rather than being stuck down there, they're stuck just too much in their head? So there's a ton of spiritual people that are just like 
super awesome, have all kinds of knowledge. They've got all this stuff going on up here. Hearts mm -hmm. open, everything's open. But mm -hmm. if they're not grounded, they can't make anything happen. They can't make any money. Yeah, I see. It has to be that balance, like we talked about. Right. I know what you, you know, mean. You, yeah. you still have to live in this world, in this mm -hmm. on this earth, you know, and, and money, you need some money, you know, or you mm -hmm. need to be able to do stuff, not just think about stuff. Yeah, I think you're you're describing the hippies. Oh, totally. I'm a huge hippie. I'm a closet hippie right here. So. <laughs> yeah, but I know it's that's the balance. It's a balance, right? You need all of it, and and you just need to be mindful because you're not going to be balanced once and then be balanced forever. You're yeah, gonna, you're going to get it's a continuous process. Yes. Hmm. Right. I would say most people are definitely like the regular person though is definitely stuck in the root though right it's like just survival fight or flight just fear just trying like you because you were you were describing spiritual people which is a, is a is a rare breed to meet somebody that is spiritual you know but it's most the regular person is just they just want to you know go to work make money survive yeah. eat fornicate whatever just sensation pleasure and I think that's where most people are trapped, but there's more to life than that. There really is. There, and like I said, you, you don't, like, I don't know. Sometimes I think that that's just how some people are. And, you know, that's just how the world is. And just that's just that they're living out their karma. But then I also think, like, no, everybody has the potential to be great. We just don't know it. We don't know how. And that's kind of what I, I want to know how. Like, how can we all be great? And what? Well, that's they may have come here for that experience number one you're ready when you're ready mm -hmm. right so you know some people that you know from childhood are super evolved right yeah and then you know some people that became evolved when they were 50. it took them that long to just get out of their own way mm -hmm. then you then there are people that go through their whole life and never think outside the box but that's part of their experience and I also think that, you know, for as much as, as people like you and me want to help everyone get it, um, it's not our choice to make. It's free will, right? Yeah. We can only do what we can do when we can do it. And that whole, you know, be the, the light or be the change you wish to see in the world, right? We live by example. So when you're out there talking about what you're passionate about, you know, living what you're passionate about, being the unique you and not making yourself into something you're not to fit in, that is going to pique people's interest more mm. than just the words, right? Yeah. You can blog your face off. doesn't mean anyone's going to read it or listen to it. Or even if they mm -hmm. do, they're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. Yep. But if they see you living fully inspired, um, you know, like authentic, authentic because people can feel that too I, I can feel it. like if, if somebody's being fake or if they're being real like you can you just see it and feel like i don't know it's just there is something about authenticity when somebody's just like there's no ego that's the vibe you know when you when we were talking about when somebody can uplift everybody else just by being in the room mm -hmm. that's what i'm talking about mm. right and like um surya or slava you know i'm slava yes he's he knows the vibe he's he, a real dude you know, I feel completely at, at ease just even watching him on the podcast with you. Right? Yeah, he's just the, that guy's aligned. He is another animal. Like the, the, <laughs> he's just like he's just so centered in who he is. Like you can tell he's authentic. He's a real yogi. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, and, and he, he had that, that good start where his parents did yoga, right? So mm-hmm. he had that base. Awesome. I did not have that base. <laughs> yeah. I've had to remake myself and, and try to get, try to be okay showing up as someone else mm. in the same kind of mindset that I grew up in, right? Mm. So, you know, there's different challenges and, and you're, you go through the challenges in your life that is that that is what is going to crack you wide open and shift you to the next level mm-hmm. you know if everything were easy why do you need to shift why do you need to change why do you yeah. need to be curious why do you need to care right mm. i don't know why do we <laughs> to realize who we are deep down Right, but if you if you have no challenges making you look for another solution, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh like the you know the, the, all the stuff we go through in life. It's uh, I think you know Ram Dass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said suffering is is actually grace. It's actually it's actually what it's actually what we're here for, I guess, in a way. You know, life is suffering for us buddhism noble truth and it's so we can grow i i 100 agree but getting back to what i said before it's just like i wish and i know you said you have to like you know i want i my goal <laughs> is to like i want to i want everybody to know these things because i'm genuinely i can say it right now i'm a happy person i love my life and everything that goes on it's not perfect i still go through shit but it's okay i love it and i'm happy and i'm happy that i go through all that shit and that is that is i'm not i'm not 100 percent. i'm not the buddha but i'm just the simple fact and that ideal and living in that lifestyle of the yogi it just it's just something that i wish i could bring to the world because you know this is what it is jessica i see so much suffering in the world like there's so many people that are just going through so much like around me and then and you can go to like somewhere in other parts of the world where they don't have food or anything like you know if you go to like bangladesh like it's a it's a bad place i see so much suffering and i wish i could do something because i know deep down we're all we're all the same you know we're all we're all the same energy and same being and same consciousness and i just i hate to see it I hate to see that they're suffering, but I know, like we talked about, I know that it is pivotal. That's what we're all here for. We're all working out our karma and going through our own experiences and our own, whatever we have to go through in life. And I know, but people don't know that that's what they have to go through. They don't know that life by itself is this difficult process. And my, I wish I could just tell people that, like, you know, I wish, but words simply won't even do justice, but I guess I'm doing my best. And it's just, it pains me. It really does to, to know that there's just every, just so many people just going through so much stuff. And if you just, if you just, all it takes is a perspective change, the conscious perspective. If you just switch your, you know, you just your, your viewpoint on life and you switch the, your, how you treat yourself and how do you talk and how you talk to yourself, it's really that easy. Anybody has the ability to, I don't know if you want to say be happy because that's just like a cliche um saying it's like being happy is is too simple but it's just being okay and content with being alive and being okay with whatever arises it's a it's a beautiful thing to be at that state and i just wish 
as you know you know that's what we do as 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 yogis and and as yoga teachers i wish i could give that to everybody it's a gift it's a it's a really is it's a gift to have that mindset to know that everything's gonna be okay it's a, it's gonna be okay y'all it really is but people don't know that they get stuck such in this very dense low vibrational state and that's where the world is stuck right now and they people don't know that like look no matter what the, the shittiest of shit could happen in your life, whatever the situation is, I don't know what it is, but no matter what, bro, no matter what happens, it's gonna be okay. And I wish I could I could give that to people. That's my message, what I wanna do. Well, I'm- I went off on a rant there. I don't know where, what, where we even start on that one. <laughs> so here, let me set your mind and your heart at ease. Okay, You are doing that Please. by doing your podcast. And also, by becoming a yoga teacher, the people that you affect in your class are going to take that out and directly affect to the people that they come into contact with. Mm, yeah, it's like a um, like the butterfly effect, yeah. right? Like a web. So you are mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, so the passion I hear in your voice for wanting these changes is awesome. But I will also sprinkle in some uh, non-grasping a parigraha with that. What is it called? A parigraha? A parigraha is non-grasping. In Sanskrit? Yes. Okay. So, and then mm-hmm. there's Viagra. Viagra or Viagra? Not Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else. That's totally something else. <laughs> but, and I'm going to totally butcher it, but it's something like that. And that is detachment. I, I don't know. Slava would know. Yes. But so <laughs> do what you can when you can and let that be enough. You're right. You, I, I, you're hundred percent right. I'm. It's like I'm too attached to being like right now. Everybody needs to wake up, bro. And you're right. It just, yeah. it's, it is. You just have to. It's a process that everybody's gonna find in their own time. And you're facilitating. Just, you're already facilitating. So you're mm-hmm. doing what, what you're, what you're talking about. I mean, that's right. the only way you can affect anything is by living it, showing up, and doing the best you can with each person you come into contact. You're a hundred percent right, and I I know you are. It's just, it's that I I'm attached to that idea of like I want it to be now because if the more time that I waste, it's just like the more people are gonna suffer. Yeah, it's tough. That's just suffer, right? What? What? The more you will suffer by really trying to hang on to that vision. Yeah, Mm -hmm. hang on to your vision and do what you can when you can. Yeah, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. Oh man! <laughs> Take a breath. <gasps> Take a breath after that one. Take a breath. Because it's it's just it just comes down to you know. I just I just love people, man, and I love I love who we are as humans. I know we're all we're all lost, and deep down we're all just going through a lot. And oh man, I just want everybody to be okay, you know. And we are. We're all gonna be okay. But just people, the world doesn't doesn't act like we're gonna be okay. The world just acts like it's like we're just all scared. Everybody's scared. I don't want people to be scared anymore, you know? Fear only makes us weaker. We grow through love, you know? That sounds cliche and it sounds corny, but it's true. We got two choices in life. We got we got fear and we have love. You can choose one of them. Most people choose fear. I mean, they don't know when they choose fear, but that's the that's the vibe most people are on. It's that survival, it's that root chakra, you know? It's that we're just afraid of each other at this point. Like, you know, we gotta well, stop, you know, let the- There's a lot of, you know, the, the- powers that be are, are fomenting a lot mm-hmm. of that. They're polarizing the population. A hundred percent. So they're making us fearful of each other. They're making us judgmental of each other. They're pulling us apart mm-hmm. by calling the social distancing, which is not the correct term. 
physical distancing, that's not mm. keeping us from being social. Yeah. It's not keeping us from having these these talks with people that we want to talk with or our loved ones or anything. It's complete misrepresentation. Mm. So it's pulling us apart. It's pulling us apart. So mm. kind of when you are using your platform for good, <laughs> not evil, mm -hmm. right? Just make sure that, that you know that, you know, that you feel, feel the love rather than the fear, right? And, and vibrate that. I'm trying. So when you <laughs> feel that way and the people you're talking to feel that you're feeling that way, it puts them at ease. Yeah, very true. Yeah, you have to express that. Very true. And I, I want to get back to what you said, but like how, you know, the, the, the media, we'll just, just say the media, like in, in social media, you know, it's just used for like just... It makes everybody so scared all the time. You turn on the news. I haven't watched the news in like yeah. a long time. And the, the few times that I turn it on, like if I go over to my parents' house or something, and I, I, I see it's like car crashes into building or fire or just somebody dead. Just like, what? People watch this every day? Like no matter. That's why people think we live in such a horrible world because this is, it's, it's literal, quite literal, fe spreading fear. And it seems like it's on purpose. To me, it seems like somebody is doing it on purpose. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm not. I don't want to get into the conspiracies here. But it, it just, it's just like so much, and it's just like, and that's what most people are tuned into. It's that yeah. fear. You just gotta turn off your phone, turn it, turn everything off, and go with it. Well, all the media is owned by six companies. Yeah. So that's okay. a conspiracy. Yeah. So you're getting their agenda. So if you can yeah. turn it off, great. If you can influence somebody else to turn it off, great. Um, yeah. There's plenty of good in the world. They're just not showing it to us. Yeah, it's just showing you the worst. It's it's horrible because if you think that's how the world is, is the news like that's it? That's the news. Every that's everything that's going on. It's the news, and you're gonna think this world is a shitty place. It's quite. It's it's propaganda. It is. It's it's mind propaganda. Like it's not like political. Maybe it is actually. We don't, that's we can get into that. Yeah. But it's. It's quite literally making us into different people. Like it's 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 scary. It really is. But I mean, it, I don't know. Just don't get lost in it. Like that's that's the key. It's like if if you think that I just laugh at the news sometimes. I don't laugh at what happens because there actually is shitty things that happen. Mm -hmm. But I just laugh at that what they're showing us. It's just like like what? Like I don't need to know. We don't need to know these things. It's, it's capitalizing on the negativity bias. Is what yeah, literal capitalization. Working. Yeah, that's what it is because the news is the, like you said they're capitalizing and we live in a capitalist society there. The news, how do they make money? They make money off of commercials. And more people are going to watch the news if they have something that's entertaining to watch or, or just more viable to watch. And people like to watch, I guess, um not exciting things, but like, you know, like we all like to just like, you know, everyone watches NASCAR for the crashes, right? Everyone wants to everyone wants to see the, the, the drama of life. So the news puts on the craziest things that appeal to our our innate emotions of fear. And thus more people watch it. You get you get sucked into it. It is addicting in a way. And thus they make more money. It's a simple equation. Right. You know, and it's it's, it's your insane. thoughts about what's gonna happen. So then the, the brain is what's kicking up all the emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Your body being exposed to the news isn't necessarily, you know, having all these physiological things on its own. It's 
what the brain is thinking and what it's attaching to. So your brain mm -hmm. is first and foremost there to keep you safe, right? So it's always looking for pitfalls and things to avoid, right? So when you're watching the news and all these bad things are happening, you're like, well, your brain's thinking, well, how can I avoid that? Okay, so I need to know this so that I don't ever cross that corner or yeah. I need to know this. And, you know, so that that's what it's grasping onto. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's just reinforcing that, reinforcing, reinforcing, and then your emotions kick up the physiological response. And then the physiological response engages your mind. Oh, I feel bad. And then it just gets stronger because you're watching the stuff that's scary on the news. So it's yep. just a feedback loop. Yeah. Um, so it's feedback loop of fear. Right. So, you know, mm. everyone does have a choice to watch it or not. And everyone does have a choice to believe it or not and make mm -hmm. a choice or not. There's free will, but you know, mm -hmm. we can just, we can affect who, who we come into contact with, you know? Yeah, that's all we can do. Like you said before, that's all we can do. Yeah. Would you like to, would you like to ex we'll go into free will? I, I think it's a topic. <laughs> so do you, do you believe that we have free will? Yes. Because sometimes I go back and forth. I'm like, do we actually have free will or is it just, or is it just, or is it predestination destiny that's disguised as free will? Is that part of the game? And I'm just like, my mind just like, oh no, dude, like, <laughs> sometimes it's too much. I think what I think, and, and this is just how my brain works. Okay. I think we have a plan when we come into this life or any life, right? We kind of mm -hmm. have like a sketched out plan. It's like, I want to experience all these things from this perspective. So you come in with this, you know, loose plan to experience certain things. And then the free will part comes in. You can make different choices. Okay. So you're going to experience those things, but then you can choose to make a different choice. Choice. So you don't keep experiencing those things. I right? see. I it's see. almost like learning a lesson and then being able to make it. Mm. You know, you'll you'll hear people that keep dating the same kind of person. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, he's a cheater. You know, and the next guy, he's a cheater, and the next guy, he's a cheater. But you have the choice not to date them. You yeah. have the choice not to give them fifteen chances. You have a mm -hmm. choice to make a new choice, right? So you know, there there's a, a loose plan, and then there's free will on how you execute that plan. I see. It's not a hundred percent either way. I don't. I don't think so. I really. I mean, honestly, I could make a new choice today and move to anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. Are you? <laughs> you might. After this know. podcast. I don't know. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, you have unlimited choices. But the way our brain works and the way maybe we're programmed or maybe it's just because we're we're not programmed cosmically necessarily but programmed culturally oh, family ties ish you know nurture and nature thing you yeah. only think we have this this many choices but that's yeah. not true mm -hmm. there's always this many choices mm. you just may not like them or you yes. may not feel like you can accomplish them yeah does that make sense yeah, definitely. It just comes down to your 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 perception of like how you can choose. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it comes down to like you seeing the choice first. You have to see the choices first and know what's out there. But then that comes back to like you have to tune your mind in to know that there are choices. 
I like that though, because it's not a hundred percent like you said. It's not a hundred percent free will, and it's not a hundred percent predetermination. It's a lot like a like a video game. Exactly. Like, uh, exactly. I see I see game as a life. Some um, it's the other way around. Life as a game sometime, where <laughs> you know, yeah, all the time. It, it, there's, there's so many aspects of like how it's just like a like a game, and there's there's rules. Right. There's, you know, this feedback, like in a game, there's just certain things you do and you'll, you'll get more points, I guess. Like, I guess like it's almost like the, the yeah, it's, I, maybe we are, we're in a game. This is just all a game. <laughs> it's fun. That's for sure. Right. But you know, that, that's the thing. Just be curious. Yeah. You know, well, why, why am I making that choice? And why am I not making this other choice? And your brain will give you all kinds of reasons. It's like, well, my kids live here. Well, you know, what if I can't make enough money to go over there? Well, what if I'm alone? Well. Yeah. Well, it's always the well. Well, exactly. <laughs> and that's all in your head. It's all just a thought. Mm. Right? Yeah. Always be curious. Like you said, curiosity is huge for growth. You have to be able to just, just be able to just think and just wonder. Yeah. Wonder. That's what we lost. We've lost wonder as a species. Being able to just be, like, hmm. well, because it wasn't valued. It's, it was essentially kind of squished out of us. Yeah. You know, it's like everyone has to think this way, or they're less than. Yeah. You all have to do good on the test, or you're not smart. Yeah. You never amount to anything, right? It, yeah. It seems like from birth. We're, the world's against us finding ourselves like we're not it's not on our side we're not like raised from birth like hey this is you your infinite consciousness coming into this incarnation welcome like no we don't get that we get like you do though that's your intuition although as yeah child, I, I was saying from other people yeah um, from other people we like yeah you're right we we actually uh, that is we come into this this life and this incarnation with that idea and that's why children are children they're just so they're just so in the moment, you know, they, they have that still, but just, 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 you know, through time, we just get this ideas and just nailed into our head that just saying, that's not who you are. This is who you are. Right. You're, you're a carpenter. You're an accountant. Go do this, right. go make money, right. do what you have to do. But you're right. It is. It's always there. That idea that to know that we are infinite consciousness is always there. We just have to get it back. Just remember mm. it's there. All you have to do is remember. Mm. You don't have to chase it. You don't have to go get it. It never left. Yeah. Never left. Just just remember. <laughs> Deep, right? <laughs> mm. That's like, it's just, it's it's a lot. You can't just think about it, though. That's the thing. It's not just simple. Like, I, I can think back to when I first learned how to ride my bike. Like, I remember, I, I can think to that, but. You know, there's when you when you say the idea of infinite consciousness and what we are, you, it's not something that I can just. You can't. It's, it's like you, the only way you come to it is by silence and stilling your mind, and it's like that energy, uh, that transmission that comes into you, and just it's a feeling that is always there. You're right. Like we said before, the kingdom of heaven, it's within y'all. It's within. Y well, you know, you got to look away from the dog and pony show if you're going to hear your intuition and and have commune with your higher self or God. You've yeah. got to look away from the dog and pony show. You know, mm -hmm. It's not on the news. They're not going to show you anything about you, right? <laughs> That's for sure. It's definitely not in the news. It's not in our phone. It's not, it's not even... Not in church. 
it's not a church it's not actually not even in this podcast to be honest with you like we are we're, we're showing people away but the like our words aren't going to do anything we can't there's no there's no formulation in which way of words that i can put my sentences in that have can help somebody really f- feel what that feels like like i can maybe point the way and maybe give some how i did it and you can learn from how i did it like you know like buddha he, you know we don't we're not all buddha buddha did it in his own way it's just a symbol of right that it, that is the way but you're you make your own way you know the right. the way is the way <laughs> i like that that's true yeah so you know your body will tell you what's right for you if you listen you gotta listen you gotta listen folks <sighs> Well, I mean, would you like to end it at that? I think we can, yeah. I think we can end it, unless you have something else to say to uh, anybody that's listening, if there is anybody that's listening other than us. <laughs> Anything you want to get off your chest? Mm, just do you. There's nobody you. like you. There's nobody that ever will ever be you. Do you. That's awesome. Just be yourself. The the, the guy in the last podcast, Steve, he said the same thing. He said, just believe, we said believe in yourself. Do you and believe in yourself folks that's it yeah and believe in your yourself own... believe yourself exactly yes exactly yeah cool believe believe have faith y'all we're gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> and with that thank you so much jessica this was an amazing amazing i don't even remember what we talked about this was an amazing conversation yeah, it's fun uh it was awesome it was fun <laughs> hopefully somebody got something out of it but thank you so. for coming on and uh you know we can definitely do this again sometime cool thanks gary thanks have a good namaste